0: is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us now the latest edition of the clearly kosciusko podcast with your host jody claypool and ryan martin
1: welcome back to another clearly kosciusko podcast another beautiful day here in downtown warsaw i'm ryan martin agribusiness partner here at kedco podcast host and my co hosts with me as always jody claypool president of jc innovations jody another gorgeous day here in warsaw and I'm uh, happy to have you with us, and we're going to just dive right in. It's, uh, it, it's no secret what uh, some of the biggest businesses and industries are here in Warsaw, and we're going to be talking to uh, a, an up-and-coming individual here from uh, one of those uh, companies. Jody, tell us who we have here on the podcast today. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah,
2: that's right. Uh, we've got Nate Califan. He's a development engineer, too, in the post-market group. Uh, supporting the knee business unit at Zimmer Biomet. And I know that was a lot of words. That's a lot of words. But the takeaway is uh, Nate is uh, new to the area, and he represents a key demographic for us. He represents the, the um, upcoming talent that we're trying to draw. To this area, right, to support our orthopedic business, right, and uh, Zimmer is, of course, one of the key players in town. Of so course. he can give us a perspective of the young professional, correct, getting uh, getting his feet wet here in Cosgasco County, mm-hmm. as well as uh, what it's like to work at uh, one of the larger orthopedic companies.
1: All right, so we we just piled a lot on you, Nate. Uh, first of all, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys, for having me. All right, so let's talk about you a little bit. I mean, aside from the mouthful that Jody just threw out uh, about you, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why you're here? I mean, we can figure out why you're here—orthopedics. But but tell me, tell us how you got here. How you came to arrive in Warsaw, Indiana?
3: Yeah, sure. So uh, I grew up, born and raised in Western Pennsylvania, about an hour north of Pittsburgh. And, you know, in school, I figured out I wanted to do engineering. I didn't know any engineers growing up really, but I kind of took some courses in high school and figured that was the path I wanted to go down. So I ended up going to Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio to get my undergrad, my bachelor's in biomedical engineering. Going into school, I didn't really know what type of engineering I wanted to do. I know I wanted to do something that was at least medical-related, or medical tang- tangential. I was thinking maybe gene therapy or maybe something that was had a chemistry background. Very early on, I realized that was not going to be for me. So I switched gears a little bit and ended up really liking the mechanical side of things. And through coursework, through co-ops, and through internships, I figured out I really enjoyed orthopedics. And so I started to gear my degree towards that. And I ended up applying to a load of orthopedic companies, and ended up here at Zimmer Biomet in Warsaw, and I really enjoy it here. Fantastic. So how, when did you get here? How long ago? September of last year. September
2: of last year. And where in Kosciuszko do you live? I live in Warsaw. Okay. Warsaw proper? Yes. Fantastic. And uh, did you come with like an entourage? Is there a whole group that kind of was brought in at the same time? Um, and how have you
3: gotten your network established in the sound? Because you're not from here. Right, yeah. I came here the very first time i been to Warsaw was when I moved into my apartment. So coming in, I didn't have any connections at all, especially as we were remote working at the time. So we were still remote whenever I moved here. But kind of what you're alluding to, there was a large group of other people that were hired around the similar time that at least knew of and so I was able to connect through them to build my network of friends and just getting involved in different things in the community also helps build that network. And so over the course of the past 10 months or so, really, you know, grown my network and have a group of friends, have a group to do activities with and to really get involved in the community.
2: Fantastic. So
3: um, give us uh, an idea of what that looks like. Yeah. So I grew up, I was a, a competitive swimmer. I swam competitively for 15 years from the age of seven through school. So a big part of that was the Y. Luckily, I live close enough to the Y. I was able to just walk over, get a membership. And so I teach some swim lessons there. So building a network there of people. Also doing stuff with KEDCO. So the outside the fishbowl events are good. Some of the lunches are good. Also just Within the group of a network of friends I have through work and my colleagues, being able to explore Warsaw, there's a big group of us that are in Warsaw. And so being able to explore the local restaurants, different things to do, especially in the summertime, you know, really helps build that network and build that community and keep us, us engaged with Warsaw.
2: Fantastic. So give us a contrast of are in, you're in the Pittsburgh area, right? Or Correct. Were you in downtown? Uh, The
3: area. So, about an hour north of downtown. Okay. Contrast where you came from with where you are now. So, I grew up in a town that was probably three times the size of Warsaw, population-wise. But, even then, I still feel like Warsaw has a lot more to offer than where I came from, at least. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, as you guys are out and about, give us a... What is...
2: I always ask this question. It's an easy softball question. I know Ryan hates it. Uh, but what? Are, give us like your top two venues, food-wise. food Food-wise. Food
3: wise, um, where can, where can we see yeah. Nate and his crew hanging out? I would say, generally speaking, we really enjoyed going down to Port Winona and Cerulean down along the, you know, the village right there. Uh, we also like to frequent places like Oak and Alley, or Creighton's is always good for breakfast. So... Just a couple of the local places. Fantastic. We really well, enjoyed. if you're at Creighton's uh, Friday, Saturday,
2: or Sunday, you'll see Tippy River Adventures out behind Creighton's over yeah. at the Crazy Egg Cafe because that's where we uh, that's where we check people in. So that's uh, that's fantastic. So as far as activities, as far as um, what you guys do when you're uh, trying to have some fun, not eating, what give us an idea of what uh, what does the young professional what can they expect in this area as far as um, fun things to do to engage with community or to do that bonding networking thing uh, that I know professionals like to do outside of work.
3: Yeah. So I think a great example of that is the volleyball league at Spikes, for example, you know, having the nice sand volleyball courts there and being able to just have fun and play with not only my friends that I know, but also the greater you know, network of people that are around here is a lot of fun. We have a softball league that we participate in through work as well. So that's great. We also enjoy going kayaking along, you know, in the different lakes, whether it's Center Lake or Winona Lake or wherever it may be.
1: Or Tippy River oh, Adventures. Yeah. Tippy Canoe River with Tippy River Adventures. Of
3: course. Uh, we enjoy, you know, some of the bike trails that are around the area here, not only in Warsaw, but even going a little further out, like the, the Pumpkin Vine Trail. That's not too far. Yeah. Now,
2: we had Josh Miller on before. And Josh is part of an organization at Zimmer that facilitates um, kind of the, the peer bonding activity kind of things. What, tell me your experience with how Zimmer's been doing with that and, and uh, what, sort of, what sort of investments are they making to help you guys connect and have that nice work-life balance? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, of course. So I actually work really closely with Josh on that. So Josh is in charge of our member engagement and communications across uh, our young professional network globally for Zimmer Biomet. I'm co-chairing, along with Bishop James, the YPN site for Warsaw. So we're in charge of all of the activities that are happening in Warsaw and coordinating those. So especially after COVID, as things have opened up, the company is really putting in a lot of effort and putting in a lot of capital a lot of funds a lot of you know time to expand what is available what's around here what is open to em- employees especially new hires a lot of that kind of went away with stuff being coming virtual but i think they really realized the value that a lot of that brought i think people took it for granted things like coming in the office to build that network. And so now they're bringing back all of these different orientations and activities both in and outside of work, different trips, whatever it might be to help build that network because that's what people really need whenever they work. They need to be able to not only work hard but also play hard. Fantastic. Fantastic. So,
1: so Josh, now I'm going to I'm going to put you 5 to 7 years in in the future so it sounds like you've been able to um to to settle in quite nicely i, I really it hit my heart closely the talking about all the activities the actual active things that that the the younger crew here new hires are wanting to do but fast forward five to seven years what's here in kosciusco county that keeps you here, Nate, as you go forward and you transition to other uh, changes in life.
3: I think the community is really is what keeps people here. I think everyone in Warsaw that I've met is, you know, they always give you the benefit of the doubt. They're always willing to help you out with whatever you need. Everyone's always willing to lend a hand or to jump in to help realize a vision and so that community, that bond, I think, keeps people here. You draw people in with all of the different amenities and activities, but what keeps them here is that feeling of that close-knit connection. You know, even though you're in a small, a small town in rural Indiana, it still doesn't feel like that whenever you're here. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, so um, you, you hit on some of the
1: things that, that you – like to do what? uh this is your chance if you were going to improve if you were going to improve on anything here if you could bring in one or two things yeah maybe. let's say
2: let's say you get something you really liked in your hometown but you'd like to see it here
1: yeah but yeah if you if we gave you a a, a checkbook a, a checkbook open checkbook and a and a couple of uh drawing boards what would you what would you do
3: so i went to school in a, in a city and one of the appeals, not only just for me, but for most people about living in the city, is just walkability. You know, being able to be in the middle of the hustle and bustle and everything. And I think Warsaw is gearing more towards that. But I think trying to increase that walkability or increase that connection of being able to just go down the, the street to go to the store whether it's a grocery store or going to a coffee shop or a restaurant or a bar or whatever it might be. And so bringing in amenities that help with that, and it's a whole combination of things. So it could be increasing the actual physical bike lanes or sidewalks. I think one of the biggest problems that Warsaw might have is just that disconnectness between everything that's north of 30 and everything that's south of 30. There's not that connection. You know you have to get into a car in order to cross that barrier. And also just trying to increase the housing that's within a walking distance of the amenities. So not only just housing, but stuff that's really affordable for the average person that's coming into town.
1: So if I if I hear you correctly, he's already speaking to the ag side of me. So Nate, what you're saying is maybe focus housing within the city limits rather than gathering chunks as we go farther and farther outside, well, yeah, putting and it in here.
2: And he brings up a really great perspective. Yeah. Because when you're talking about, like, let's say a f- established family, mm-hmm. right, they're going to want to go into, like, a sub-development mm-hmm. kind of situation that I live in. Right. Right? But if you're a young professional, right, and you want to engage in the community, you want to be a part of a close-knit community. Yep you know maybe maybe get a handful of friends and you go rent something in a subdevelop it's not the same thing as living right in the hustle and right. bustle
1: right yeah and, I, and it's
2: so much more fun to be in the hustle and bustle if you build up the town with that strategy plus that it's very insightful that the idea that he's already get grasped the con- need for connection yep across 30
1: correct correct yeah and and it's not just the ability to get across but you know being able to, nobody wants to walk down state road 15 Right. They, nobody wants. So it, it's not just yeah. getting over, but it's actually connecting to where the downtown center right. is. Right. So, yeah. Uh, very astute. Very astute. Uh, here. So, that, those those are fantastic. What else?
3: I think just you know keep increasing the amenities that are here. I think the biggest you know thing that people think about you know when they have these preconceived notions of Warsaw is that there's nothing here because there is and stuff like. There isn't a Target. There isn't a Trader Joe's. There isn't a Chick Fil A. There isn't a Chipotle. Like there isn't like the the standards. You know the typical things that you find. Well, now in- you're speaking Ryan's language. Yeah.
1: Which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because I'll be honest with you, two of those did not even resonate with me. But well, one, okay. <laughs> well, the, the
2: argument the argument for expanding right. the the Warsaw proper to increase the uh, measurable population size, yeah. which would bring a target here, yeah. is an argument, but. There's also an argument to be made that these types of like Mm Chick-fil-A and Chipotle, there's an argument against those by some locals that say, yeah, we don't want those box stores. But they are an indicator for the size of a town or the the promotability of the town or the compatibility of the town relative to other towns. So if you mm. see a
3: Chick-fil-A, there's a little messaging thing right. that goes off. Yeah. I mean, you can have those things, you know, along 30 for the people that are passing through, right. but you know, you don't need them in Warsaw. You know, you can have here mom and pop sort of places to go eat, you know, and those work really well here and they're really popular here. And I don't want to, you know, discredit or take away from that, but, You also need to have things to drive people to come to move here to realize, oh, this is actually a really great place to live. And so I think you can work in tandem with those two things, those two uh, conversations. Actually, I have a friend who was part of a a local scandal.
2: He put a Chick-fil-A sign (laughs) out by where the Steak and Shake building was as a joke.
1: And it caused a whole whole tumult in town. That was news. I know. News the <laughs> became South. news. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> um, so, Nate, let's, um, <laughs> let's actually see how we work outside of the Warsaw bubble. So uh, you're a, a new hire, new to town here. You've been here uh, 10 months or so. Uh, have you explored any place outside of Warsaw but within the county, or, or what would... What would it take to get you to do that? Is it a factor of getting the word out? Or tell us about your greater Kosciuszko County experiences.
3: So it hasn't stretched too far out, Mm -hmm. you know, mostly because I haven't heard of a whole lot that's happening outside of Warsaw. You know, everything I've heard of is in Warsaw. Mm -hmm. And so it hasn't driven me to, you know, go out to Syracuse or the Silver Lake or to Pierston or somewhere else. Or Sevastopol. Yeah, you probably didn't even know that was a place. <laughs>
2: no, I did not. Well, okay, so there there has been some conversations that we've had with other uh, um, participants mm-hmm. that had talked about uh, the viability or um, the value of having a, um, a trail, a connecting trail through these venues and driving traffic to these other venues or these other locations with that trail. Um, for somebody in your, with your age, your activity level, is that something you and your friends would engage in?
3: Absolutely. If you have a dedicated, you know, bike or walking trail to one of these other, you know, locations, that's not just, like, the road as it is currently standing, then, yeah, that would definitely drive people to go explore because now you're giving them an activity and the the journey is, you know, part of the activity rather than just a means to get to the activity. Well, let's just say hypothetically, you're on Tippy Canoe Lake in some kayaks, and you
2: decided you wanted to kayak from Tippy Canoe Lake <laughs> down to the Crazy Egg. Would that be something you would want
3: to do? You know, I that definitely for sure. He probably wouldn't want to kayak back though.
2: No, yeah. no, uh, not unless. Well, he was a swimmer, so he's been a sw- so you know it's a good swimming. workout. Yeah, no, you know. yeah.
1: But yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good point. I mean, joking and kidding aside, you know. How many people wake up in the morning and say, you know, from the northern part of the county and say, hey, it's a good good day to go see what's happening in Mentone? Lots of things going on in Mentone. Lots of antique stores in Mentone. Lots of good, exciting things happening in Mentone. But Nate just said part of it's the journey to get to Mentone. It's not exciting to hop in the car and drive. But if you're riding a bike trail and seeing things along the way and doing things like that or – uh, kayaking or doing anything else, yeah, it, it's a journey,
2: and it's deliberately manicured Correct. for the journey, so it's not like you're just getting on the river and it's a straight shot, right? There are places to stop along the way, there's yeah. ways to make that trip more enjoyable, yeah. and this is what I think other communities have done successfully,
1: right. yeah, yeah. So, interesting, interesting concepts. So, uh, but I let's go back to one of the other things you said he hasn't heard of much. So, Nate, if, if, if you, again, we're going to give you the whiteboard. We're going to give you an open checkbook and say, all right. So if you haven't heard of much, where would somebody start to put word out about things that want to get to your demographic?
3: I think something that might work well is the businesses in Warsaw working with the businesses in these other communities to promote each other. Because most of what I hear about is you know, new or what's going on is whenever I'm out and about in Warsaw at whatever venue I'm at, and I talk to people, and they say, oh, there's this thing going on you know, on Saturday here, you, know, you guys should go check it out, or it's, you might see a flyer in one of the places about a certain event or a festival or a fair, or it's just a word of mouth for the most part. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that would be businesses working together. Interesting concept, Jody. It's
2: crazy. It's craziness.
1: <laughs> um, let's uh, let's uh, pivot to a couple of uh, you know. Jody hit the eateries already. Um, what's your go-to thing to do? Go-to thing. If nothing else is going on, you're you're on it like that.
3: I would say you know anything that's outdoors. So whether it's biking or. I like to swim, but usually I swim in the pool indoors, um, working out, or just going to hang out with friends, whether it's, you know. Does, uh, is, is
2: the organization that you're a part of this, um, what, what's the name of the organization that promotes? The Young
3: Professional Network. Yeah,
2: young Professional. Is the Young Professional Network targeting key areas? Like, are they promoting healthy outdoor activities? Are they promoting... Volleyball at spikes. Are
3: they promoting? You know, go eat and drink over at the Oak and Alley. Yeah, we're trying to do that. Whenever we have events, we really gear towards local establishments and not chain. So we're just, we're in the still in the process of launching over the past couple months, kind of building that network, building that foundation to have this be something that's really long term, really lasting and impacting. I know we're thinking about having, like, charity 5Ks. I know tomorrow we're going to go have lunch at Cerulean. Next Friday, we're going to go to the Animal Welfare League and help them out with the chores that they need done. So we are multifaceted in that there's three main pillars. One is the, the social aspect of it, you know, getting to know people and that. Then we have a community involvement or engagement aspect of it, whether that's you know just straight up fundraising or it's volunteering time at a local shelter or Habitat for Humanity or some other charity event. And then there's also a professional development pillar to it. So that's you know, building your network, building the skills that you need to help progress yourself in your career and to be a strong employee. So those are our three main pillars. And I think a big part of that is also just physical activities, staying healthy, all those things. And so we're thinking of ways to help engage the new hires and the other young professionals in that aspect.
1: All right, so you are now head of HR. And your job is to go to career fairs and talk to people such as yourself coming out of coming out of a school, degreed, ready to go. And you have to get them to come here to work for orthopedics, or anything else, well, let's but you can't pitch the company. It has nothing to do with the company. You're pitching this area. What's your pitch?
3: I think there's a couple of things that Warsaw really shines through on. One of those things is more of the unique amenities. You have all the lakes around, so any sort of lake activity or sport, whether it's kayaking, fishing, canoeing, waterboarding, boating, anything like that is a big plus of living in Warsaw compared to living anywhere else. The community aspect I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I think is a big part of it, especially because a lot of people are geared, oh, I want to go to you know one of the coasts and to one of those big cities. But what those places lack that Warsaw really has is more of that knit tight community aspect where everyone kind of pitches in and is involved with everything and really cares about everyone. But does that matter? But does I shouldn't say doesn't matter. How much does that matter
1: to the college senior looking to get his first job or her first job? I mean, because community is something that it it may matter to some, it may not matter to others, but it's something as I'm reading the tea leaves with what you're saying, you kind of grow into as well. Right.
3: So... Is that really your pitch? I mean, it's definitely an aspect of it. But continuing on, you need to talk about you know the local leagues. So whether it's you know stuff like the Spikes League volleyball or some of the different bars and restaurants that are around, because people really like or engage with that. And I think a final aspect that's also really important to consider compared to all these other places is the cost of living is significantly less than to live in say, Chicago, for example. Which is going to
1: become more of a factor here in the near future. <laughs>
3: correct.
2: Correct. Correct.
1: So, interesting. I, I, I'm, enjoying the, I'm enjoying the alternative view that we've, we've seen here because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting and refreshing aspect to talk here. Go ahead. Okay.
2: So it's been a minute since I've been at Zimmer. It's been much longer than that since I had to interview and go through the process of becoming acclimated to – that business um, what if somebody wants to come and work at Zimmer specifically what can they expect what's what's the the um, interview process like what's the onboarding
3: orientation process like uh, what, what has it been like for you so well my interview process was very atypical uh, because I had contacts through previous career fairs at case whenever I went there and so went through those channels rather than through the typical HR channel I would, my advice as far as applying is to always reach out directly to current employees, whether that's through LinkedIn, through email, or if you have their phone number, because you're always going to get noticed that way compared to just dumping a resume into a portal. Sure. Once that resume is seen, the manager will usually reach out to HR to make a first contact, run through a quick 15 minute Conversation basically just confirming all your details, asking questions like, you know, do you have a degree? If not, when are you graduating? How old are you? Are you a U.S. citizen so they can figure out if they need to do visa paperwork or not? All of those standard questions. Then, the person that would be your manager or the manager they work with will go through and interview you. And then you'll also have interviews with a couple other managers that you would work closely with. And then from there, they go through the process of deciding whether or not they would like to hire you or not. And most of the questions they ask aren't technical based, they're very much personality, fit based. You know, a lot of the questions like, How would your friends describe you as a person? You know, name a time that you faced a challenge and you overcame it, or a time you made a mistake and how you fixed it, those sorts of questions. So as you're engaging with the HR people, or the the
2: process, is there, in your experience, it sounds like you didn't know anything about Warsaw until you actually moved here. Correct. Which apartment complex were you at? I'm in North Point, which is... Yeah, yeah. okay. So so there's, because depending on
3: where you land, around even Warsaw, right, you get a completely different feel. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I know a big part or big problem that a lot of new hires face or a lot of the co-ops or interns that are here over the summer face is that they can't find places to rent in Warsaw. And so they have to move or relocate to Goshen. And so then their experience with Warsaw is that's a place I have to drive to. Yeah. Right. Or exactly. they have to go to Fort Wayne or, you know, a place that's further out where their experience in Warsaw is very different than mine because I actually get to, you know, more easily work, live, play in Warsaw compared to Warsaw being a place I have to go to.
2: Right. Well, and coming from somebody who spent 10 years outside of Warsaw and commuting to Warsaw, the experience when you're in town after hours and on weekends is completely different. I agree. Than when you're here during the day. So, okay. Um, The HR process or the the onboarding process, is there any point at which they try to guide you to your organization your young adult professional organization or give somebody a tour of the area sell the amenities was there any part of the process that included getting familiar with um, their key
3: demographic the person they're bringing in or the area typically there is whenever i was hired it was during covid and Mm -hmm. so everything was still virtual so i didn't have the opportunity to come in toward a facility, look around Warsaw, get the feel of it and everything. Right. I very much just had to go on, you know, what I was being told by, whether it was, you know, the managers I work with or an HR manager, what the feeling of Warsaw is. So now is that is that part of the process? So if somebody was going to come to
2: Zimmer, they're not just coming out of the gate and saying, okay, what is this? what is this Midwest town I'm stumbling into? They can get a sense of, oh, there's a there's a young, active community that is really
3: engaged, mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. The town's a lot of fun. Something to kind of sell that story. Yeah, it really depends on the manager. I think a lot of them are starting to realize that that is important part of the process because if you're interviewing for a job and you see that it's in Warsaw, Indiana, and you know nothing about it other than what you can find very quickly on Google, then you were gonna be like, well this town is, you know, isn't close to anything. I'd rather live in, you know, Chicago. I'd rather live in Charlotte. I'd rather live in Minneapolis. And so might pick those just solely because of that. But I think once people are here, they realize that it still has a lot of that same feel or a lot of the same amenities that you would have in any other city.
1: Uh, well, we're back. We're bumping up against our thirty-minute time slot here. Not that we're going to try and cut you off early, but it is time for the signature question, Jody.
2: Yeah. So this is a clearly Casagasto podcast. So we ask this every episode. Have you seen any of the episodes? I have not. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so to me, I like to describe this as a verbal Rorschach. So it's just whatever comes to mind. But because this is a clearly Casagasto podcast podcast we want to know what does clearly
3: koskiasco mean to you i think it's a very active and engaging community and i think that you know there's a, a lot to be desired maybe it's not so clear from an outsider but once you're here you start to realize and open your eyes to all the possibilities
1: Good answer. Good, good answer. I like it. Good answer. I like that. Uh, well, Nate, it's been fantastic to, to to have you here. It's been a refreshing and different perspective uh, than some of the others that we have had, and and that's a good thing. You yeah, know, it, it's a very, very good yeah. thing. We're uh, glad that you're a part of our community. Yeah, well, yes, we are, and it, and it's uh, it's refreshing to hear um, hear what the community is is doing well, and the other thing that. What stood out to me is it doesn't matter whether you've been here for 20, 30 years or you've been here for 10 months. Jody, this community issue comes up over and over and over again. And, And this is, again, a very unique place to be able to live and raise a family and the community makes it. A good part of that. Yes, sir. So Nate, thanks for being here. We'll give you open mic here. If, if if anything we missed, any shout outs you want to give, anybody anything. Yeah, you this would be a good out.
3: opportunity to promote the Young Adult Professional Program. Yeah. Yeah. I mean for anyone that works at Zerobiometh, that is, you know, whenever we say young professional, we mean both people that are young in age but also new to the company. So yeah. Young at heart. Yeah. Young at heart. I like to think I'm young at heart. Well, you would keep thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can send an email to ypn at zimmerbiomet.com, and then you can get your name added to the email list, and you can see all the different activities that we have. So, Fantastic. All right, thanks, Nate. Thanks
1: for being here on the podcast. Jody, thank you for stopping by and helping with the co-hosting duties again. And, uh, of course, we are releasing podcasts every two weeks now. So check out on all of your uh, favorite Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever the else they are. I'm not a podcast guy, Jody. So all the normal outlets will have this and uh, make sure that you're listening and you can go back and listen to all of the episodes. I think we're up to uh, 40, 45 uh, episodes now. So you can check them all out, but we'll have another one for you here in two weeks. So stay safe, stay cool and have a great rest of your day. I'm Ryan Martin. He's Jody Claypool. This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast.
0: Clearly, Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference... Clearly, Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.